Okay, so anyway, I'm Henrik and uh, coming to you from Cape Town where I've got a whole group of young beautiful students here in the studio and they are from an organization at the University of Stellenbosch uh, from that beautiful town. It's called Spectrum and we're going to talk all things campus politics and sexual politics on campus today. So guys, welcome to Gay Asia Radio where you are family. Hi. <laughs> so can I ask you to just quickly introduce yourselves? Uh, starting with the Czech person. Oh, this is, um, hi, I'm, I'm Siander. Um, what more do you want to hear? Oh, 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 yeah, okay. So basically, also, oh, just to clarify a little bit, because you said Stellenbosch, you're on the Tigerberg campus, the, the Faculty of Medicine and Health Sciences. Um, and we are the, the Spectrum Society, basically. So I am a fourth year medical student, and you yeah, chairperson of the society. I think oh, that... Okay. Hmm, well, I'm I'm <laughs> <laughs> I try. <laughs> So, if you're the chairperson, next would be our vice chair. Oh, hey everyone, my name is Laganiva Chalanga. I am currently a second year medical student. Second year? Yes. Okay, and who's, third, who's first year? We don't have any first year students. Oh, okay. Yeah. okay. <laughs> yes. Next. next. Hi guys, I'm Peter Kopo. I am a second year medical student as well, and I'm the media and marketing. Um, Coordinator. Hi everyone that's out there. I am Tessa Brook. I'm a Zimbabwean. Actually, fun fact, the only international export of our community here. And um, I'm a secretary of the society. Yeah, and I'm also a second year med student. Second year. Good. Hi everyone, my name is Netan Bamkati and I'm a fourth year medical student. And I am the society's treasurer, so basically I run the show. Oh, yeah. I just feel a little bit touched and say my surname. <laughs> I am, <laughs> am Sianda Mbambo. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> so how, how did you guys get involved in, uh, briefly, how did you get involved in the society? Well, like, the society has basically been in existence since, like, 2013 and was first called um, Les by Gay. And then in 2017, we changed the name to Spectrum as it was more in- inclusive because, basically, there's more to the Spectrum and as than just Les by Gay. And basically, basically, it's just a process of, at the, end, at the end of each term, applications go out and then people can apply. And then you just join the society. And I guess we just were the keen bunch that jumped onto the bandwagon. Or dragged. Yeah. Some of them forced. So we are going to talk uh, in the next hour or so, we're going to talk about a little bit about the history uh, of the society and where it started, like you say, um, and also talk a little bit about campus and, and what's going on there. Um, then recently you rebranded, who was telling me, you were telling me, you, yes. were, we were, you were rebranded recently, so uh, we're certainly going to talk about that. Um, there's some other issues also um, around the campus and, and how, do you, how do you activate uh, these are all the issues we're going to chat to today here on Gay Radio with this delightful group of young people and such a great <laughs> energy they have. So these are the guys from Spectrum and uh, we're going to chat in just a moment. So let's first play some music. Of course we only play LGBTQ plus Absolutely. <laughs> great music coming your way. This is Hendrik for Gay SA Radio where you are family. Just north of the fast-paced business world of Sanson Johannesburg lies the Indaba Hotel, Spa and Conference Center, nestled beneath the vista of the magnificent Mahalisberg Mountains. Searching for the perfect gift but don't want the hassle of hitting the malls? Moana Spa Pamper Vouchers are now available online. Visit moanaspa.co.za for more info or to purchase your voucher. Quick, easy and convenient. Why not treat yourself or your better half to a Moana Online Pamper Voucher? The perfect to me from me gift. 
Gaysa Radio, where you are family. I'm Hendrik, and uh, we are chatting here with a group of students from Spectrum, um, a society on campus in the beautiful town of Stellenbosch. So, first of all, I'd like to know, you know, kind of where this all comes from. Um, you were saying earlier there was an organization or a society called Lesbigay? Yes. Yes? Yeah, so, name. So, tell me all about that, and how did it become Spectrum? Okay, so before 2013, there'd been nothing um, queer rights related on Tiger campus. So it, it had always been a situation of trusted individuals finding friendship with each other, finding support through that. But it was very taboo to be out on campus and especially to be visible on campus. Mm. But, so, but why, why is that? Because, I mean, the laws changed in 94. No, but so, I mean, it's, it's ridiculous because those laws changed so long ago, but we're still waiting for the social catch-up. I think, you know, I mean, it's, it goes to say that we're in South Africa where you have these pockets of liberalization and pockets of, you know, acceptance and tolerance, but at large, most people come from a place where it's not accepted to be queer and people are forced to, you know, yeah. yeah. I really think also, like, I, I came, I just recently came to Sangbosh, but even now I can see the seeds of, like, hyper-masculinity mm. and, like, the, 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 the traditions and how they value culture and the old things. So I really think, like, that also adds to, like, why that space was so, like, anti-queer or mm. anti-anything that is not hyper-masculine. I mean, this is, the, this is the bastion of... of Afrikaans, what is it called? The Buddha, what do you call it? The Mana. The Mana. So, I mean, there's that layer on, on underneath as well. Exactly. So now you, you are invading uh, the best in Afrikaanism with queer black people. It's yeah. kind of awkward. And I think, like, the main thing was that, like, it was just now the out and proud individuals could, I guess, continue being themselves through the adversity. But now the thing with the bigger core base was for everybody else. Like, what about the other people who aren't set out? And also with that, it was like, it's fine, I identify, but now also I don't want to associate it because of fear of association exactly. and intimidation and what can happen to me. Exactly. Mm -hmm. So I think that was also now the big thing. And I guess kudos to all those founders, basically, who mm -hmm. can allow and pave the way, basically, mm -hmm. for us to be who we are and to be even louder yeah. and to help for those who are still yet to come. It seems to me that it's always the, the more visible individuals, the more flamboyant people that drive these processes. Look back at Act, who drove Stonewall. It was the black drag queens mm -hmm. and John girls that were doing this. And again, it's, it's, there must be so many hidden people on campus. Mm -hmm. And you know, that's something we're also trying to change. It's something we're trying to work out. I mean, I, I'm personally, I'm very straight passing, I think. Straight acting. So I'm definitely, I'm not one of the more flamboyant queers, but I'm, I'm openly in a pansexual relationship. And, you know, I think we need more visibility of individuals who, you know, we need to disband that notion that the queer community is only for flamboyant queers, you know. So we are working on trying to channel our, our events now, advertising in our safe spaces so that everybody feels welcome and they don't feel pushed to channel their identity only one way. Mm. And also, like, what we've been trying to do as well is, like, we're trying to, like, push our executive to um, sort of represent that. Mm. Like, we're not trying to, like, out or, like, flamboyant queens, but, like, we're trying to, like, put up a, a face or brand that sort of represents that, you know, being queer or being gay does not necessarily have to mean, like, flamboyant, like, yes, queen. It can also be, like, you know, like, your, your average or, like, straight-passing people. Mm. So, like, what we've been trying to do as well is, like, um, strategically put people on executive mm -hmm. committee to, like, for example, like, a chair, because the chair is, like, the face of the society. So, like, we're trying to, like, 
put now the face as a person that is, you know, um, straight passing, so that we can invite those people to our society mm-hmm. as well. And I think just the main thing was just to just get ourselves out there to be like, hey, we're there, there is something like this happening. And I think just now the loudness and the volumes came with that. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're just trying to be known and to know that it exists. Mm-hmm. And even though we now, and then now that I guess we've low key, high key actually mm-hmm. established, now we can look into getting deeper. It was just to announce, like, hey, 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 we're here. Great. We're going to talk some more, but you, you've rebranded, so we're going to talk about how you are actually attempting to do this and, and the results that you've been getting from this. That's coming up here on Gay SA Radio, where you are family, but first back to the music. Gay SA Radio is really accessible. The easiest way to talk to us is to send us an email, studio at gayessayradio.coza. Great fun here in the studio with the guys from Spectrum. I'm Henrik here at the SA Radio, where you are family. And we're talking about um, gay politics on campus, really. And uh, what are we doing about it, and, and how do we react, and how do we um, empower people? I think that's probably even even more important than... But we must always be vigilant, I suppose. So, uh, your society, you, it was called something else. You've, you've, re- you've changed the name, and you've now started doing some more aggressive branding things, and... and Getting it yeah. out there. How, how do you reach? How, I mean, how do you reach young people that, and keep them interested? Definitely, it's, it's our question that we ask ourselves most of the time. We changed from Les by Gay to Spectrum to be more inclusive, as Sanders mentioned, in 2013. But um, this, the society didn't have a lot of traction, didn't have many events. You know, there were some key events throughout the year, but nothing more constant. So this year, our executive committee really worked on really gaining some momentum. And I think we've done really well. Mm-hmm. Um, and so part of that is really due to our media and marketing girl. Which I am responsible for. Um, and also, in addition to our branding, like we had we um, established a logo for ourselves. Um, mm-hmm. And also we have uh, letterheads and um, also... Yeah, we've just kind mm-hmm. of used our branding in a way to make us more substantial on campus, if that makes more sense. Official. So, yeah, more official. Yeah, <laughs> more like, official. When we send an email... Seriously. Yeah, exactly. So, we're so, here for so, business. So when you design that, how, what, what sort of identity are you projecting? Okay. With that logo, Dr. Lisa Africa, well, she was a student at the time, but Dr. Lisa Africa designed our logo. And basically her vision, when I asked her about it, it's basically like two phases, like multiple phases basically that are all meshed into one with the rainbow as an outline basically to be like, yeah, 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 there's individuality, but at the end of the day, it's all smeared through the same thing. Mm-hmm. There's, there's no point of mm-hmm. end and there's no point of start. Everyone just belongs in this unanimous Amalgamation, melting pots. Yeah, this is space basically for everyone. Did you think that the, the, the colours also are not the pride colours? I mean, there's colours there, but they're in the wrong order. You know what? Actually, the, the colours were there, but then we had with with the shirts that we're wearing now, we had problems with our printing company. Oh, okay. They didn't have all the colours of the oh. thing, then it just came out as a suggestion. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> and also part of part of like our branding is in a way like subverting some things where someone can walk around with a spectrum branded shirt and they could just be wearing a really funky shirt but other people will know what it means if that makes sense. Mm-hmm. So it's, yeah. it's it's going back to the hanky code, is it? I guess mm-hmm. maybe in a sense. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 And even from the board, yeah, yeah, okay. 
actually about that actually on YouTube. It's 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 mm-hmm. it's the way we used to communicate secretly because you couldn't. Uh, you know. Yeah. Um, Are you a friend of Judy? <laughs> <laughs> so um, so. Has that been successful? The fact that you've now rebranded and and reached out to uh, to your student body and uh, is that working? In addition, to, yeah. In addition to that, um, we've also um, it, we have been successful actually. And in addition to that, um, we've also um, established a Facebook page and an Instagram page to sort of reach out to the entire like to a wider community in a sense. Yeah, except um, social media platforms. Yeah, yeah. social media platforms and. Okay, um, just to add, like because before. Um, this year, we didn't have any social media presence. Mm, yeah. We just had like a group that was only exclusive to society members. Okay. So now we have like more than 200 followers on Facebook and more than like 150 followers, followers on, on Instagram. Instagram so. mm-hmm. yeah. And like our pages and they like are called what? What are they called? Um, Instagram is at spectrum underscore Tigerberg and our Facebook page is well, spectrum. <laughs> With an exclamation mark. With an yes. And capital letters. Capital letters in addition to that. So we're going to talk a little bit more about any backlash you might have received and what the reaction was uh, from the campus now that people can actually see there's something mm. gay going on there. Um, so we'll talk about that in just a moment here on Gay SA Radio where you are family. So don't go anywhere, just keep listening to the music and we'll be right back. Like Gay SA Radio's pages on Facebook. Gay SA Radio, you are family. I'm Hendrik. And uh, here in Cape Town, a beautiful day. It's a bit windy, uh, but the mountain, of course, beautiful as ever. And it's beautiful from the studio. It's just the best one in the whole damn world. Oh, thank you. Compliment to us, guys. We are the mountain. <laughs> Well, personally, I'm an ally, so I can't say much about personal experience, but I have a lot of friends who identify as members of the community, and I basically joined the society because I felt that as an ally, we need to spearhead support systems, because we can infiltrate spaces that they can't infiltrate. Mm. And especially on campus right now, we had a very traumatizing situation where we run a monthly educational series where we hand out posters and we put up posters. And someone felt the need to take down our most recent poster, which was homophobia is a choice. And we totally agree with that, homophobia is a choice. Mm. And they decided to replace our poster with a poster that included Bible verses that basically said that homosexual people are an abomination and everyone's going to go to hell and we need cleansing. So Isn't that just a great way to insult to tell people how terrible they are? <laughs> <laughs> we'll definitely come to church. Yeah. The, the thing is that even as a Christian, I believe that Christians, the sole purpose of Christianity is to spread love and not hate. Mm-hmm. And for someone to be that hateful and use the Bible against a marginalized group, that, that's very hurtful for me because as someone who's in a community, I wouldn't trust a Christian anymore because I would automatically think that because a Christian put that up, all Christians think the same. And it has been proven that most Christians on campus share the sentiment that homosexual people are an abomination. And I feel like that's not, that's not what Christ- Christians or Christianity should stand for. And well, it's a worldwide that. problem, isn't it? I mean, yeah. I mean, this is the 
it is that you think that being on a medical campus with people who are assumed as being intelligent, mm. they'd be much more open and accepting because at the end of the day, as doctors, physiotherapists, OTs, we are going to come into contact with patients who are part of the community. Mm. And as a patient, I wouldn't want my doctor to be sitting, sitting down, Bible thumping and telling me that I'm an abomination. Mm. So we need to be the change that we want to see. Therefore, as medical doctors, we need to put our own beliefs aside and basically put the patient in front. Hence why we do the Hippocratic Oath. So there's, there's a lot of reports of doctors not knowing what they talk, what you talk about when you get mm. there and you say, yes. you know, I'm talking about specifically men who have sex with men issues here. Um, mm. They have no clue. Um, and um, how do you also sensitize other doctors to become more aware and more um, caring in, in dealing with LGBTQ? We've been trying to run an educational series, but it also comes down to the individual. As a doctor, doctors, we want to learn more. It's a, it doesn't end. Learning doesn't end. You study until you die. So basically, as a doctor, you need to focus on educating yourself about these situations. You know that there are queer people out there. You know what they experience. It's, you should take the responsibility as a doctor, as their doctor, to educate yourself to become a better doctor. You can't go and say, listen, I'm a doctor, but I'm not treating old people because, you know, I have this. You can't be biased. No. And this is just also a call to everybody else and also all the HPCSA on the World Health Organizations that why are things like this not in our curriculum? Why am I being shocked for the first time at the consultation room where I should have been equipped with such skills because this is the reality of the world that we live in? Like even like even like trans healthcare especially. Like why am I now looking dumb and being confused? Why don't I know? Exactly. And a shout out to Dr. Anastasia Thompson, who's recently just moved back to Cape Town and is really practicing queer friendly healthcare. Mm. And Dr. Alma de Vries. <laughs> um, also, like I think, in the sensitiz- um, sensitization front, like we've tried so much as um, a society in this year to have like events, critical engagement talks, to have these posters as well to like expose and sensitize people to like queer culture and all things queer related. But like we've had a very big problem with participation on our campus, where we'd have like for example a session and we'd only have like. Um, 15 people, and the 15 people are queer people that don't even need that sensitization in the first place. Oh, you know? So let's talk about that in just a moment. We're going to talk about how, how we reach them, um, the support that you've been uh, getting, and how we can help to increase that and uh, get more. And then also a little bit later, we'll talk about the kind of events and safe spaces and all those things that you do uh, that are physically helping people and giving the information. Uh, so that's all coming up in just a few moments. We're going to play some great music here. Uh, remember, if you want to know which song is playing on our playlist, you must get our app. Because if you open the app on your phone and you click on the playlist link, it will show you exactly what's being played. So that's the way to keep track of the music. And there's some great LGBT artists on our playlist. So keep listening. Get us the radio with you on family. Hello, darlings. This is your Queen of the Skies, Kathy Specific here. For the first time in history, an all-gay vacation hits the shores of Africa. Proudly brought to you by Gay. Join myself and the seductively saucy Trolley Dollies as we take you to the beautiful island of Mauritius to experience magnificent sun, sea and surf, a few decadent parties and the chance to make fabulous friends from all over the world. 
This unique event will be hosted by South Africa's aviation goddesses and your tantalizingly tempting poster girls for travel. For more information, buckle up, bitches, and book your spot at gsaradio.co.za. Yeah. <laughs> 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 we are having great fun here in the studio with the guys from Spectrum, uh, and we are going to talk about uh, how do you run a committee like this, and, and the activities that you do, and the sort of the practicalities of that. Let's talk about that for a moment. Okay, so basically, like as much as we the exec, we have portfolios um, within um, the. The, the society. So we have things like collaborations, we have things like sponsorship donations, we have critical engagement. There's like quite a number of portfolios that we have. Um, so as part of those portfolios, um, we have collaborations, and collaborations basically deals with like um, giving out there and networking and um, sort of getting in touch with people that mm. have the same goals and the same um, aims as we do. And also we have then sponsorship and, and donations, and we've had like quite some support within that regard because we've been working with this organization called GALA. Mm. Does anyone know like what GALA stands for now? It's Gay and Lesbian Loving in Action. Yes, yes, yes. Uh, um, <laughs> thank you, Tess. <laughs> and they're in Pretoria. Um, yes, you are correct. Yeah, I think you are definitely correct. Yeah. So then. The first time I've heard of that organization. Um, <laughs> wonderful people. They're amazing. They're absolutely well, great. Um, they're in Pretoria, I think. Mm. I think they work very closely with UP. Um, yes, yes. Mm -hmm. And then they basically have been sponsoring our events throughout the course of the year. And we've been trying to get sponsorships, like so many sponsorships from like local clubs, local organizations as well. And we haven't been really successful in that regard. And it's literally only been Gala that's been with us. And we've also worked with Desmond Tutu. Um, HIV. HIV yes, they've been amazing yes. in terms of supporting us. Yes. We're giving us some freebies, yes. and they've also been. We've been working in terms of their prep um, research studies yeah. on campus. Yeah. We've also been working with Hala, which is Hala Africa. It's an amazing shout out to them. They're in Joburg or Hawking, and that's for queer African women. They've been great in terms of helping us with resources. And most importantly, shout out to our society members because at the yes. beginning of every year. Yes. There's a membership fee basically that you just like basically if you sign up for the society, we have a membership fee and then that fee is basically deducted from your student's account. And then that gets put into a cost point and then those are funds that we can use on a smaller scale, I guess, and what we can do for the for the community and the society. Yeah, and we we're hoping to very soon one day move off that model so that any student can enter for free, so mm. there's no financial barriers, and that requires getting more external resources. Yeah. Mm. And yeah. also, like, I really think, like, more than anything, like, for an organizational society like us, especially, like, given the context of where we operate, Stanford University, we really need support, not necessarily only, like, monetary support, but, like, support in terms of, like, partnerships, Support in terms of people coming in to give talks. Support in terms of like um, engagement with us and like sending us nice messages on social media. Mm. Just to even just a few likes here and there yeah. Yeah. goes a long way. Yeah. This interview. Thank you for having yeah. us. Shout out. Shout out. We are family. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to talk next about uh, the uh, activities that you do, the events, uh, and so on. That's all coming up right here on Gay Radio. You can follow Gay Essay Radio on Facebook, Instagram, or Twitter. Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. Gay Essay Radio, where you are family. I'm Hendrik. We're continuing our chat with the students here from Stellenbosch. Uh, they have a society on campus called Spectrum, and we're working really hard on um, getting some visibility, first of all, for the society, and then, of course, getting visibility around the projects that they do. Uh, and that's what we're talking about now, some of the projects. So uh, 
tennis, and I'm a first year student, I walk into campus for the first time, how do I even know that there's a society, never mind uh, get any information from it? Well, as primary event coordinator, <laughs> it's my job. <laughs> It's my job to basically plan the events and coordinate with my other members on what they would like the events to entail and budget, of course. Um, as a first-year student, we, as you come in, there's orientation. Wow, orientation yeah, week. <laughs> there's orientation week where um, we speak to the resers about what Spectrum is and also do a little educational series on what queerness is and what all the little individual letters stand for in the acronym LGBTQIAAA+. Break the ice, basically, because also a lot of, as as, as we've mentioned earlier, Stellenbosch University, a lot of people come from these little towns, and you'd be surprised before we really just like, what is this? Like, who are you? This is... Wow, taboo, yeah. So I think, and just also for even for the one who, because I, I think also we, when you go to university, you probably have had this burning desire to be yourself your whole life, and for you to get there and just meet, meet, it's like because like oh, I was finally about to be who I am, and to face back, let's be like, okay, there are people like you on this campus, and we exist, and mm-hmm. welcome, drive some more. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and also and to emphasize that, like what what kind of like behavior we expect exactly. yeah. from yeah. from um from like other other people mm. like on campus how we expect to be treated as well yeah, the yes. okay so so um, you had a, a, a sex position yes indeed we did um our sex basically entailed information about sex our primary well, the reason why we wanted to have a sex Thursday is because we have an event called Stratfies, where societies, it's a societal event where we can raise money by selling a few things. This year we decided to partner up with the Desmond Tutu HIV Foundation and basically offer people, not particularly the community, but people in general, information on sexual protection and the concepts of sex and consent. Throughout the night, we realized that even though we're on a medical campus, people don't really know what sex is, what it entails, and trust me, mm-hmm. yes, yes, and how to use the sexual protection. They didn't know what dental dams are. Finger condoms were an unknown species to them. And basically, the different styles of condoms, the female condom, it was, most, most boys made it a joke, um, lube, Wow. Someone said that <laughs> someone said that I don't need lube because I always get my girl wet. I'm not sure if I'm allowed to say that. <laughs> that's what that person said. And it got me thinking because especially with women, your wetness to say it isn't the same throughout your cycle. It fluctuates. If you're ovulating, you're a bit more moist. If you're not ovulating, it's a bit dry down there. So for girls to be comfortable, lube is necessary for sometimes. And men didn't understand that. So I took it upon myself with my comp members to develop a sex pose to educate people on these things. Um, so, so like with sex pose as well, like what I liked with the people that we had, we had um, Dr. Gareth. 
And we had Dr. Nisesha Thompson, who's a GP. Um, and then we had individuals from Allure, Sensuality Emporium. Yes, and yes. And also uh, Mai Oski, which is a vegan, all-natural lubricant. Yes, yeah. yes. And like what I liked for the presentations that they made was that they also sort of turned like sex um, within the context of, of a health professional, you know, mm. and they shared also like personal experiences as well, like with health professionals and sex and why it's important for like the health professional to know about sex. Exactly. And furthermore, break down some of the negative connotations around mm. sex and, mm. you know, really make it a space that was body positive mm. and sex positive mm. and working towards more healthy relationships on campus. Yeah. Because, yeah, that's an issue, especially in the queer community, is a lot of misconceptions around yeah. queer sex. Yeah. And I mean, that's linked to a number of different events we've been having. We also have, um, during Pride Week, that's our, obviously our hotspot. It's already happened. Yeah. But there's another one coming, I guess, next year. Yeah. yeah. That you guys are invited to. Always. Yeah. <laughs> so, 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 so basically, <laughs> Cape Town Pride is usually um, the last week of Feb, but then uh, usually at the end of the month of every, uh, of every month, basically it's always test time and exam time. So we usually have our Pride Week in the first week of March. That's basically where every day we basically, it's campus takeover. There's something happening each day. So like on like the Monday, we had um, a flash mob where we, we just broke up and saw song and dance basically at, at, at the cafeteria area and then from that we, we, we had a, a pride walk, we had a pride march through the faculty buildings, through everywhere while playing all the tunes that you probably play on this channel on this station <laughs> as well and we just bopped around, people waved, people waved we ever decided to be disgusted was but we just continued just being ourselves and then I think on the, tu- on the Tuesday we had a critical engagement like basically where we engaged it was also educational in the sense um, people came and shared a story it was facilitated well and there were great outcomes about that and then we also had um, safe space we had a safe space where yeah. basically now just for us to reconvene and talk about issues that we may face as queers on campus and basically to uplift and empower each other on how to basically tackle Take, take on and tackle the challenges as we go through campus. And then Friday, Mama, we had the showstopper. We basically had our drag race where, where basically we, like, it's inspired by RuPaul's drag race essentially, where we have drag kings and drag queens who could basically compete for the crown. There's different legs. They give us their best drag. There's a lip sync for the crown at the end. There's judges. There's performances, there's a pit crew. It's basically all the work. It's, it's, it's everything, it's a production. <laughs> and then you just close it off basically with like an after party to be like, okay, Pride Week is done. And also just as a, a pat on the shoulders for us, be like, okay, we did it because we died. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it was all worth it. I would do it again. Tell me, if you had to guess, how many LGBTQ plus students would there be on Sure. I feel like we're more it's than It's definitely that. more than 5%. Probably more than that. How many people are on campus? There's 3,000 people on campus. And I'm, can, I we think I can confidently... Yeah. We have more, at least 500. But a lot of individuals are also closeted mm. and a lot less comfortable coming out, you know. Yeah, yeah, that's and, yeah. and just to add, I'm going to plug us now. Like this year, we've had a lot of people coming out, a lot of people being confident, like within that space. Mm. Like we've worked so hard this year to create like a space where people can come out and where people can be proud and be themselves. Yes. And this year, we've had a lot of individuals coming out, like on social media, a lot of people coming out, like just in general as well, and being themselves. Mm. Yes. And we also have some shady dokers, some after nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, we're going to talk a little bit more about some direct events coming up, the NGM and um, some other things. Um, Chris, 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 Chris,
Do you want to meet the person who can introduce you to your next client? Net Your Niche is an online networking platform that reduces the time, money, and effort of traditional marketing and allows you to focus on what truly matters. Meeting someone who can refer you to the exact person you're looking for. No more calling secretaries and being put on hold. Sign up today at a 20% discount and make sure you don't miss out on meeting new clients any longer. Visit us on NYN. Dot co dot zere or call us on zero one two nine four seven nine five double nine. You are Fabian Hendrik, and uh, we are talking about um, queer politics on campus. And I've got the guys here in the studio. We've been having such a great chat. So um, I want to find out. Um, obviously, as a society, you're going to have an AGM. That's some, probably something you have to do. What other things are you also going to mm. get up to? Well, coming up, we um, we've sort of reached out to faculty um, in order to um, uh, plan an, a faculty-oriented engagement, whereby we infiltrate the space. We infiltrate the space basically in the academic space. Um, How many of your lectures are? I think even too. the challenges that we face as students, they might actually face in the in the and academia themselves. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. So I mean, we did something similar, as we said in the beginning of the year. We educated students, incoming students, you know, just a basic queer one on queer one hundred one. And we'd like to do the same with faculty and be able to approach it from a student-based perspective, so that they understand the context in which we're coming from and how we like to be addressed, how we like to be treated and how to make a more inclusive um, space in terms of the living areas, the academic areas, and especially the clinical areas. A lot of students face discrimination in the clinical spaces where they're learning how to be healthcare practitioners, but um, sometimes their identity is, is disregarded, and there are, you know, there's, there's those small bits of those slurs that mm. come in on a daily yeah. basis that just knock down someone, and that's unnecessary. Mm. So we'd like to provide a space to educate faculty from our student perspective and also provide an academic perspective mm. so that we can, you know, have this information available. Yeah, like, Tess did something very nice as well, like, in our, because we have, like, the the year group, Um, so then we had a a, a lecture, and basically we were talking about, like, intersex people, Mm. right? And, like, they said the term, like, homophobic, like, during the the, the lecture. And then Tessa, like, sent these nice articles, like, in the group to say that that's not, like, a socially accepted term anymore. Homophobic can be used, like, within the clinical space, but you can't go out and call people homophobic. The yes. more appropriate term is intersex. And so, like, for example, with the faculty engagement, like, what we want to do is to make lecturers aware of that information exactly. and for them to say that to learners, to say that to students as well. That exactly. those little facts. Exactly. Yeah. Same with uh, um, sex change surgery. Exactly, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Because, exactly, because lecturers have that opportunity. They're sharing information and, you know, the doctors that are teaching us or the, the healthcare practitioners, I mean, they have that influence, so mm-hmm. they need to be informed. Otherwise, students who don't have any other form of information mm-hmm. will be misinformed. So mm-hmm. it's important to make that jump between yeah. social and clinical spaces. Mm-hmm. Okay. Is there a question? Okay, so basically, history is like this cute event that we're going to have. Um, <laughs> basically, what we've done is that we've basically chosen like a number of individuals that have been very big for like the queer movement in history, whether alive or like dead. Some of the people that we have are like RuPaul, um, Lady Gaga, Madonna, um, but there's quite a number of them. Simon so Goli, yeah, there's a Simon lot. Goli. But yeah, so we're going to basically exhibit those individuals um, like in a nice, cute venue. And then we're basically going to like have people stand next to their picture or like their painting 
and then like people can come in and they can walk around and ask questions about the individuals and then we're also going to have like some nice live queer music by queer artists on our campus and like some nice queer poetry and like some nice queer dancing if that's a thing and you are just to basically like create like a, a nice space like to celebrate like queerness and how far we've come as mm. the queer community especially since that will be our last event yeah. with this current committee and in this year yes. which we'll be recognizing with our AGM next week where we yes. welcome in our new committee which is Yay. so exciting mm. yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's basically going to be like a, a cocktail party just to give thanks and to be like thank you for the year and onwards and upwards from here basically yeah. wow you guys are doing such great work well done Thank you. <laughs> you can take this once you finish and, and keep on doing this. Yeah, we hope, yeah. is coming. <laughs> <laughs> well, there you have it. Um, let's share quickly chat about uh, contact details. So, yes. emails, uh, Facebooks, all of that. Please give us all that information. Yeah, so I mean, um, as our media and marketing girl has said, we can be found on Instagram, Facebook. Um, Instagram is spectrum yeah. underscore Tigerberg, and Facebook <laughs> is just spectrum capital letters with escapation mark. Yes. yes, and um, if you'd like to get in touch on our email, we are available at spectrumexec at stellenbosch.onmicrosoft.com. If it's easy to remember a phone number, you can just hit me up, 081-849-6024, and I'll direct you to the relevant personnel. Yeah, no, we just wanted to thank you for having us here today in the studio. And we also just wanted to send a message of support to mm. anyone who's out there, but not out there. You know, you are loved, you are wonderful, and... Mm. You know, this community is here for you wherever and wherever, whenever you are, mm-hmm. ready for that. Mm-hmm. Um, and you know, as a, as, a high, as a university society, we recognize that it's not possible for a lot of people to join us. But if you're a high school student out there and you want to make something in your school, you can hit us up, contact mm-hmm. us, we'll help you out if we can. If you're a high school student and you can't do something there, then just know that at university, you'll most likely be able to do something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And everything is a journey and everyone starts somewhere. Like, uh, we may be actually being on the radios and everything, but also we, we also had a lifelong journey as well. Exactly. So there's phases, there's levels to the game, and just hang <laughs> in there. You, be empowered. Yeah. yeah. And lastly, I just have a message to all yeah. guys. Guys, please, we are powerful. We can infiltrate spaces that the community cannot. Let us be their voice mm. okay. and make the world great. Yes, that's, that's it. it. <laughs> 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 Thank you very much for joining me here on the ACLU today. All the best. Thanks. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.